When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode on the Celtic Now and for a podcast. After I see another episode for a few this week, uh, my name is Ryan Crawford. We're joined by Robert Boyle again, and our guest on the podcast is Connor. Connor, how you doing, mate? I'm not too bad, Cliffy, yourself? Not bad, my man, not bad. Obviously, I'm looking forward to the game. Um, obviously, me and Robert have spoken about it briefly. Uh, I just want to get your kind of thoughts on uh, the big game coming up Saturday, well, tomorrow, should I say? Uh, for me, uh, this, this could well, potentially make or break the season. When you when you look at it, um, we've, got, well, I, we've got the three games in hand, but if we don't take any points off them, then... We're in real trouble. I, I don't see us coming back for it. That's just my opinion on that one. And then do, do you think, obviously, getting into the game, how do you think the kind of form has been and obviously the changes that have happened the last few weeks, do you think? We're in a better, a better stake into this game than have the last the last game, obviously, but we're really poor in. Um, do you think your thoughts have changed recently regarding the changes in the team? I think since... We made the changes, bringing in Turnbull and Sorrow for the Lille game and continuing to go with to go with them. I think it's been good. Like defensively, I think we're a bit better with Sorrow in front of the defence instead of Brown or McGregor. I think McGregor's better going going forward, getting into the forward positions. I think uh, Turnbull and behind Edward and Griffiths uh, just a bit more creativity. Um, he's got an eye for goal as well. Like the last three games he's played, he's scored. Um, and Edward, he's coming back into a game. So I think that the changes that have been made are positive. I think that if he, he was to go and change it again, it could be, it could put us in a bit of trouble, but maybe we can see. And then obviously, uh, Robbie, we spoke with the last game, um, it was very, very poor. Uh, defensively, we were non-existent. No uh, shots and goal, which is criminal, obviously. Again, a, a game of that magnitude. Um, obviously, that's going to improve this time. Aye, Ryan. Um, on that last time, we were ramped with COVID injuries. Disjointed attacking line of Elanusi, who's a winger playing up front, with uh, Klamara, who's still raw. Um, we just seemed very disjointed. And we were pressing against them last time. It was an individual pressing. It wasn't as a unit. And we kind of are... I don't know. I didn't really think we pressed them that well, to be quite fair. But there was obviously individuals trying to do it. Um, we just gave them far too easy a ride the last time. And to be honest with you, they didn't really trouble us as much the last time. They just seemed to have a lot of possession. I mean, what we need today is Stoke Green away silly fouls running about the edge of the box. Because... It just puts yourself under pressure um, and corners and free kicks and stuff. And um, we need to get away from the niggling, stupid fools that we've been doing because um, they're obviously a danger at set pieces. And if Julian's out, then I feel we're, no, we're lacking that physicality height and height in the folks if he's going to go with Beaton. Um, I just feel this time we're better prepared. We're in a better run of form. Um, I'm just hoping that we're starting to turn the corner and if we get a positive result it can kick our season on to be a really good challenge 
And then obviously yourself, Connor, um, I've most kind of really spoke to you since the game at uh, Celtic Park. Uh, what was your take on the last game and would you think we needed to do better this time? Uh, well, as Robert was saying, the, the last time it was, we were we were plagued with injuries, COVID hit, we weren't really settled. I think uh, even like in that game we brought in Lacks out, it was his first game. Imagine your first game getting papped into an old form. It's no easy. Um, but he worked hard. He, he fought, fought for it the whole game, uh, or the whole time he was on the park. But um, I, 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 I do agree with Rangers had loads of possession. I don't think they really done too much weight going forward. Um, the the big thing for them is our set pieces. They're, they're so they're so dangerous for set pieces. Like I, I don't. I'm not really worried. Uh, when it comes to open play, but set pieces, always, always watching the telly through through my fingers, which it's no, it's not ideal. But I think, uh, as Robert said again, um, with with the Mora, we lose that physicality in the box, having Julian it. If he does go with Beaton, Beaton's more composed on the ball, and he's a much better passer of the ball. But when it comes to a, a high ball, he might struggle. Um, whereas last time we had Duffy and Ayer in the box to, to deal with the high balls and they never really done it. Um, which you would kind of expect them to go on day, but it's one of the things, isn't it? Like, never dealt with it on the day. We just need to hope that the more they learn from the mistakes of the last game and, and they get it done. Because obviously, even games before that last season, I know we won two and off in Ajax, but um, even the cup final, there's been warning signs where we've not really, I don't know if it's the day we, the manager and the coaching staff know watching the games properly, but we all know how Rangers have played the last few games. We know how they're going to play tomorrow. It's the same system all the time. They've not really changed since JRs came in. Um, we've not really learned from previous games for Rangers. I don't know if that's because... I don't know, I really can't put my finger on it because we've changed formations, we've changed players um, and we've still, I don't want to say we've struggled, we've not really put our authority on the game. The only time I've done that was when we kind of spoke about it in our podcast with Jerry, with Robert, was the game at Irox when Edward kicked the ball in the corner and we took the game to Rangers and that's the last kind of performance we've really had against them. Um, so I can I, I touch on the defensive side that I think we just need to be solid and just barely take the game Rangers. That's from my opinion on kind of the first initial thoughts. Um, I think we're in a bit, bit better form as Robert says going into the game. We've not got as many injuries. We've not had COVID maybe stopping us. Um, and I think the mood about the camp's a bit better because obviously then we had Duffy came in, no really playing well with the keeper. We're still not sure about the keeper. We had a lot of, a lot of hysteria about the club at the time uh, when I put our form. So, for me, I think I agree with you that we just need to defend better and just hopefully try and put a positive spin on it because when you talk about Edward, him coming in is a massive bonus. I know people are saying the windy's opening, so he's he's playing for a move, but I can't see that. I just think he's got a partner with McGriffiths, and I think that's only going to make him be better on the park. Um, so, hi, I just think Griffiths and Edward... We spoke about it the other day, Robert. It's up to up front with Jerry's. It's a massive thing to have. Yeah. Um, but the mayor, the mayor I'm getting to the game, Ryan, I don't know if he'll just change it. I really don't. I don't know if he'll go Edward up front, like a 4 2 3 1. Um, the mayor, I'm thinking he might, might want to be solid in the midfield with. Either McGregor and Tumble further forward. I, I, this is just a thing I'm thinking. Um, if he's trying to fit Brown in, he might fit Brown alongside Sorrow as a holding to um, in front of the back four, um, just to protect him a bit more. We maybe be Julian being out and beat on no being the centre half. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it's another option he might go with. Um, with two people in the wings um, to try and get to the full backs. Um, it's just another option that he might think of to fit Brown in. But I don't think he'll drop Sorrow, I think. Who might be dropped is McGregor or Tumbo in that case. But I'm not saying that's going to happen. But 
you know, when they win and you just never know what's going to, team's going to show up, do you? But, uh, hi, hi, nah, we touched on it, obviously Connor says about Brown, maybe we can man and change it. Uh, it really surprised me if Brown came in, just because that's what I spoke before I came on with Connor about Brown's experience. I know Sorrow Tumble's playing well, but Sorrow doesn't really know what this game means, so he might shove Brown in. So I don't really know what your opinion is at Connor, but that just could be something they could do. I, I just think the whole, there's got to be a point where like you've you've got to trust the players that you've that you've brought in. Like, see, I get that Brown's like a big influence. He's 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 good to have on the park, especially in an old firm. The the passion's really there. But looking at it, we've got to sort of try and prepare for him no being there. Mm-hmm. And how can you prepare for him no being there when you don't give other boys a chance in that situation? See if if. He started with Sorrow, and it wasn't gone right. Fair play, change it. But I, I just don't see the point in dropping Sorrow when, since since he came in, we've been we've been better at the back, and um, because he's in front of that that back line breaking up breaking up the play. Anytime he gets the ball, he put he puts it forward rather than going back to a centre half or back to the keeper. Um, I, I but again as. Robert brought up he might change formation to accommodate both. Um, I don't, I, you don't know how that would go down. I personally think that um, it should just keep the the same shape. Um, I would keep the the sort of positive changes that he's made. So Sorrow and Turnbull, I keep them the same way uh, because if you change it, you disrupt it, and it might not go in your favour. It's, but it's it's a risk that Lennon might look to to take. So I think I, I the midfield is going to be I think in every every Rangers game and Celtic game it's always the midfield. I used to always say if Scott Brown played and Scott Brown played well, Celtic won the game. But mm-hmm. I, I think now that's maybe changing. I, I think the guard changing in that sense. As you say, we need to prepare for Scott Brown leaving. I said our day, I can't remember what I was talking to you, but I said our day that this is probably the place, replacing Brown's one of the biggest things since Larson, in my opinion. He's, he's, that, he's that magnitude for Brown. Um, Rogers brought in Kouassi, he was meant to be the, the guy to step in. No, done it. Again, it could come good next season because back for his loan spell, we don't know. Off my fact, he's no one let know. He's a he's there permanent, isn't he? I, went I, permanent, think, didn't he? I think we did get him. Aye. aye. Um, sorry to take that back, but he was a guy that came in and we paid three, four million pounds from him again. Didn't work out, but to me, sort of looks a better, um, a better proposition. As Robert says, he's in that we can't mould, and Jared can agree with it. But they can't mould, and he's always smiling and positive attitude. And I think that's it. Could be a wee spanner that works. It it might be good that he doesn't know this game, but it's all about because if you just play with a bit of freedom. And no have right. a pack of nerves in the game. Like I think that's maybe with Duffy getting caught out in the old firm. Uh, the, the Rangers can sell it game to start halfway. They first came in. I think the steerer about came in, Celtic fan first first game against Rangers and he was he was not very good, but um I think again on that day we were all very poor. But I think playing Sorrow might actually be a sparring in the works, it might actually be a good thing playing him. Um, right. Don't even make it that, Robert, but I think Sorrow, for me, is, it's just my opinion, but I think he's got to play. Um, you've got to stick with the guys that have been in form. I, Ryan, as I say, we spoke all night. I wouldn't change anything about the formation. I know you've got to stop the wing-backs and the, the diamonds kind of got to stretch then to kind of accommodate, to obviously shut down the diamond, uh, to shut down the wing-backs. The diamond didn't need to spread right across the park to shut it down. Um, I wouldn't change it, but I just don't know how Neil Lennon might be happy. No say to go there and get a draw, but no go there and get beat. That's the reason I'm thinking Brown might play alongside Sorrow. It's all debates, but if it's no broke, as your mate says, don't try and fix it. Just play with that team, play with that system. It's worked for us up to now. We've had four clean sheets. We've beat Lille. We've won a Scottish Cup. So the good five factor, you don't want to disrupt it. Um, and just go and play a game and I don't feel we should fear them going there. You just, 
they'll be explosive for the first five, ten minutes. You've just got to deal with that. And we've got to be brave on the ball. People have got to want the ball and take it and be willing to take it in tight areas and turn with it. That's what we've got to have. A team, we're more of a team this time than individuals mm. I felt the last time because of the disjoint, because of COVID, because of injuries. Um, we seem to be more built up as a team um, and the guys are playing me a lot of freedom and it's a joy to watch them now. It's gave us the feel-good factor about us and I just hope we can go there and express ourselves. That's exactly the thing we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Young Tumble will express himself. Soil should be expressing himself. Don't be afraid of it. A challenge. Get in there and show them what you are made of. Make them be fearful of us. Let's be honest, we're the champions. We're the conductive table winners. Let's go there and show them it's your fucking league to us. No for them to win. That's the attitude we should be going to be. I kind of agree with you on that, mate. Um, I've kind of said all. I've kind of said all week, and obviously I've, uh, I've looked at the betting markets. We five to two, and I, I've said I know we're sixteen points behind. Blah blah blah. Five to two for us. I think it's a massive price. Um, I think we are. You know, here's the underdogs, and then the day as you say, we're the champions. <laughs> so we should be expecting to go there and win. It doesn't matter who you're playing against. We're the best team, and still my opinion in Scotland. So you've got maybe an form and but individual, I think we are. I think we just need to go and show it. Um, I agree with you that go on the front foot and be positive. Um, I think we spoke about it, having Tumble and Sorrow on the team the day they that, and I think you touched about it, Connor, that Tumble is always wanting to play positive and it gets us up the park. And if you're playing Edward and Griffiths, it's easy to make an mission to get on the forward pass passes. Hundred percent. I I I just think that the way the changes that Lennon has made in the last five six games have just been so much so much better. Because um, going forward, Turnbull really does get into like good wee positions, picks up the ball, turns turns players. He he's got that wee bit of, a wee turn of pace just to get that wee bit of, that that yard so mm-hmm. that he can he can play a ball through into into a striker or even into a, a fullback. You've done it with, with Frimpong. Frimpong came in, was it the, um, the Hamilton game? Um, we won the penalty and he, mm. it was Tumble who played the ball through to Frimpong. Frimpong won the penalty and we scored it. It's just, I, I just feel that um, having Tumble in there behind the, the two strikers with, with people coming in through behind them into, into space, it's just, it's working now. Um, and obviously he's got a, he's got an eye for goal because he's scored in the last three, hasn't he? So it's 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 good to see him in there. Um, hopefully, if he plays the Mora, he can continue that, and he can he can either get a goal or create chances for us to get a goal. Because obviously, really, part of the Forest and maybe Julian are kind of full strength. Maybe Harrod and Charms don't really been playing, but we're kind of. As Robert says, a few good factors are bit about us. Again, it might only be Ross County, uh, sorry, but Hamilton's and blah, 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 but you're still winning games again and you're keeping clean sheets. So, for me, it's we're in a better place. Um, I think you just need to bombard them. As Robert says, Rangers probably try and start the front through, but I think we need to do it. We just need to bombard them right away. And just, for me, obviously, football swings and around about for people get 10 minutes here and 5 minutes but I think we've just got to take the game because as Robert says we're the champions um, we've got the players to do it and I think when you take a few another five Rangers fullbacks I think you win the game I think we've spoken about it um, in other podcasts that if you nullify the fullbacks and you don't get Davis on the ball because let's be honest I know Davis 5-36 but he's still very he's a very good football player um, he can make same pick in the middle of the park if he plays that as a, I don't know um, but I think as much as Tavernier and Barisic are getting the plaudits, they're right. But defensively, Barisic doesn't still close enough. So, as I say, Robert all day, Frimpong was just at that wee left back all day against United. He was at him. Didn't give him a minute's piece. And I think we need to do that again. If Frimpong plays that as, if he gets a nod, he's got to do the same. If he gets passed on once, just keep at him and keep up. Because Barisic will, he will get sick of it. He will, but fuck me, I'm having a tory time here. Um, and Tavernier, we all know Tavernier can't defend. He's been playing well this season, but we, we know we can expose him. And if you look at if you look at games in the past, who who's made mistakes? 
Tavernier. It's always been doing his side. Um, I think we just need to exploit. And I know we need to, we need to just worry about ourselves, but you need to exploit the weaknesses. And I think we're doing that. Um, I don't know what you think, Robert, but I think if you nullify the day two two weaknesses, I think we win the game. That's just my opinion. As we spoke about Ryan uh, before, I it's the three key men is Davis in the middle of the park, just because he's so comfortable and he's good at moving the ball. He's still a class act. Um, and Tavernier and Barisic, if you shut down their three, that's what everything everything that comes for him just comes for him. What you really want to do is be tight to Davis and tight on the fullbacks. So then the centre half need to go long. And then you're just hoping that Iron Beaton and Sorrow and your Laxell and Wee Fringpong can deal with that. That you want them to play a long game and just get them into a, a dogfight type of thing. You don't want them to be hammered down the wings. Because you just want them to see what their plan B is. Because I don't think they've got a plan B. I watched mm. them against St. Vernon and they didn't have a plan B. And I think plan A doesn't work with Gerard, he doesn't have a plan B, that's just my personal opinion and I think what we've done the last time we won there was the 2-0 is we got in their faces, we disrupted them, we played the ball into the corner, we just absolutely mind-fucked them for the very start um, and I just feel that's what we need to do again get on the ball and break with pace because the all-time attack is fives and sixes they try and have maybe, it's normally Ryan Jack in that, but it'll be Davis and that'll sit you can't tell me Davis will be able to come across and cover Barisic for when Fringpong's hanging down the line. Because Fringpong will go by him neighbour. They'll then exploit them. Well, then Goldson will need to get dragged out. Or that Ballinger or Harander. I mean, Harander, if I was Celtic, if it's Harander it's playing, I'd have Griffiths or Edward right on him all game. Because when it comes and we get the turn of pace and we go mm-hmm. at him, you'll get him behind him neighbour. I'd say out of the two of them, he'd be the weakest one. I don't know much about that Ballinger if he plays. Um, don't know much about him, but I think by Calander, I think he's, he, he can be easily exploited. And if he's playing just inside Barisic and Barisic is gone, get Fringpong to get hammered down at him because he's going to have to come across or Davis mm-hmm. will come across. He'll be easily get by him. That's just my opinion on it. Um, I think even if the game's no gone your way, like Tatigan about it, Go on, because you've got the two up front, if that's what you've got to go with. Stretch him with a ball up with that. Just get B20 to ping into a corner. Or I to just dink into a corner and let's stretch him. Let's see what they're made of. That's what we need to do. No team's really attacked Rangers this year. But mm. Hibs really attacked them, but we're unlucky. Um, Dundee United, we're unlucky at home, but probably didn't do enough on the day to win um, or draw. And then you've had um, St. Murna in the Cup, who attacked them and they scored three goals so they're no world beaters they just need to exploit their weaknesses that's my opinion on it aye um, everything you've said mate I totally agree with because um, we just need to change the way we've played recently and I think we're doing that because me you and Connor we're just kind of armchair watchers we're fans and if we can see the way Rangers play then surely the management team can really look at what's been happening and do the same. Um, I don't know what you think of that, corner, what we are saying there, but for me, I yeah. think he's, he's kind of touched on everything that I kind of was thinking myself. Well, any time I've watched Rangers, like, if, if a team attacks them, presses them high up the park, and they, they, they're not as comfortable, no team's going to be comfortable if you're, if you're pressured. If you've got somebody on you as soon as you take a touch of the ball, you're going to panic a wee bit. Nobody's that calm, but I think, as you said, you don't you don't know what management and that are thinking. Surely we've got we've got people analysing their games, telling game people like specific instructions and what to do, and then they've got to go out and do it. Like, uh, as as you were saying, you you uh, pressure Davis and the two the two fullbacks. That means that they either need to go long, or they need to like just sort of try and hit their strikers as soon as possible and hope that they can sort of hold the ball up for them and I mean I, I have every confidence that if if we're no if we're stopping their overlapping full backs and the most creative player getting on the ball then I think we'll be doing well I, I also see with the, the the thing you were saying about uh, about Pong Robert um, when getting getting that bad is it run at him I, I, don't, I think that 
this season, Frimpong has been more hesitant in terms of hitting the line and getting a ball in. I think that he's been coming inside and playing an inside pass just to be like... I think it's more he's not wanting to get in away because he could be left exposed at the back. And I think that if he starts to get to the byline and putting a ball in, even if he just hits it as hard as he can across the goal and hope that it bounces off, somebody goes out for a corner, hits one of your players and goes in, and it, it's, it's only going to create something. Um, looking at it in the past, we, as, as Ryan pointed out, if you, get, if you get the ball and you run it to Vernier, I can't defend it. Look at Scott Sinclair, ran him ragged just about every time he played them. And we need more players that are going to pick up that ball out wide and run it there to the fullbacks. And I'm hoping Frimpong gets the confidence to run at Barisic rather than getting the ball, running a wee bit, cutting inside, passing it, and then having to come back a wee bit. But that's just I, me. We touched on that the other day about Frimpong that... Um... He's got all the speed, he's got all the attributes to do that, but his final ball has been hopeless. I think that's what lets him down. Again, but as you say, it might be he's just not really used to delivering balls in the box. Um, but I was kind of the same as you. I, I think we just, I've wrote it down here myself, we just need to bombard the Rangers if it is with crosses across the box because, as you say, eventually one will fall to somebody's feet, it'll ricochet, it'll hit somebody's shoulder, it'll go somewhere. And then you've got if it's Edward or Griffiths, even if it's just Edward, the guy for me, if he's on the park, you've always got a chance. I know he might only be 80% at his capacity or 60 uh, whatever, but if he's on the park, I just think it gives, I think automatically gives Rangers a bit of shit. He, he's on the park, that's just my opinion. I think, especially with Griffiths on the park, see if you do have they two in your lineup. It gives Rangers a lot more to think about because now yourself and Robert, I think you'll agree with me. Griffiths up front is an animal. He won't stop running. He might not be 100% fit, match fit, but he'll still run until he's going to go off. Edward might be a bit laboured, but you know that Griffiths, will be, for that goal the other day, the partnership, you can see it. Um, they always look for each other. Um, and I think, if takes point, we can talk about the full-backs and midfield, but I generally think if Griffiths and Edward play in their own game, I think it'll be very hard for us not to win the game because I just think if you've got eight two on the park, I know you might see a goal or two, but you're always liable to score a goal with eight with eight two on the park. Um, I don't think on that over as for but for me, if you stop the fullbacks, I granted, but if they two are playing and they are getting to a bit of form, it's always it's just going to be a big plus for us on the day. Ah, uh, it's you as we say, is the the two up front. In our opinion, is what we should always have in Scotland. Maybe not mm. in Europe because you're playing against far better quality. Um, we did say that Griffiths, Griffiths and Edwards partnership does work. Um, just hopefully, the two of them can stay injury free um, and build up this partnership for the end of the season. Um, but a big plus, I would say, is not a big plus, right? But see your two centre halves if it's going to be Iron Beat on tomorrow. All right, see you on the ball. The two of them are very comfortable in the ball, mm-hmm. which could be a key thing for us tomorrow. I just feel the two of them with the ball, because Rangers are going to high presses, but the two of them are very comfortable in the ball. Ayer's really good at bringing the ball out, and Beaton's very good at passing the ball. And it doesn't, I'm not saying the two of them are going to be great together, but it could be a key thing in the game is they two sitting there and having the ball and passing it about. And no, just like, I think that's the difference why you brought Beaton on the other day around Duffy, because. Mm-hmm. He's got to point, then plan ahead of Julian Zut for a point at Ibrox. And Big Duffy isn't he a passer of the ball, let's be honest, as much mm-hmm. as he's a big role defender. But he's no much of a passer of the ball. And I think you're going to need players that can pass a ball at Ibrox, that can go on the ball and be comfortable and take it under pressure. I think that's what he's thinking behind bringing Beaton on the all night rather than Duffy. But I was just, as we already said, Ryan, we need to go there confidence high and play their own game. Um, and let's see what we can do. I, I agree with you. Um, I just think that if we get on a, if we start the game positive, um, I think it's, I, I don't think we have the last few games, I don't mean making it uh, that as well, Connor, but for me, if we start positive, I think it's it's always going to give you something to bounce on because the last few games, 
against Rangers. Let's be honest, we've overly started in the front foot, apart from the game at Ibrox last year. Um, I think we just need to... Again, we keep saying, is this the game where we start We start again? We start turning. Um, the last few games we've said, is this a game where the magic starts? And I just hope this is a game where the pressure's on Celtic. It has been radio, pundits, everybody doesn't really give us a sniff. I think this is where we might actually come up trumps and everything might just hopefully click. Um, I don't make it up, but for me, start the front fit. I think it's just going to obviously bode well for the 90 minutes. Aye, 100%. Like Obviously, if you're, if you're, you're playing positive and you're getting forward and you're creating chances, then you're going to build a bit of confidence and it will, at some point something's going to go in, something's going to work. But I think the, the probably the worst thing for us is see, see if they get a couple of chances really early it could put us under a lot of pressure we might panic mm. a wee bit and it could make us shaky for for a, for long periods of the game like until obviously Lennon makes a change say to say um, they had us under pressure straight away got a couple of chances we didn't look settled on the ball at all and then when it gets to the second half we start off the same way and he makes changes that like I think um Obviously, if we get off to a good start, maybe get a good couple of chances in the first fifteen twenty minutes, try and get settled on the ball. It'll be it'll be a bit better for us, and we hopefully won't need to look to our bench too like too early in the second half. Um, but I think there's been times seeing that that last old firm. I think Lennon was too late to make any changes. If that makes sense. There's, we could all see it watching it, but it didn't look comfortable at all when we had the ball, when we didn't have the ball, it just didn't look settled. And I think if Lennon was going to make changes in that game, he would have had to have made them earlier than what he did because he left it to about 75 minutes to bring on anything to change it. Um, but as you have said before, this time when we look more settled, we look more like a team, we've not got as many injuries. Covid's not really affecting us as much now as it did then, but aye, uh, start off positive, get a good couple of chances in the first fifteen twenty, and hopefully we can we can sort of push on for them, nick a nick a goal or two. Because obviously as well, the last kind of few games has well, been a bit lightweight in my opinion. I haven't been lightweight all season to be fair. Uh, there's no even as I said to Robert the other day, there's no way to go and injure guys and get guys injured. Uh, Breaking legs, you don't want that. But see, even when we were two off and doing the last game, but Brown or something, did they go and just kick somebody? Did they didn't make a tackle to, to get a reaction? There was no, there was no, I don't want to say malice, but there was no, like, a bad um, yeah. I, I think we've been missing that the last few games. Even the game when we won the cup final, <laughs> we were very lucky to win that with obviously about fostering goals. Um, so I think this time. I think we just need to be a bit more gearing us a bit of something to think about if it is a nudge in the box or anything just to ramp up a bit because I think that's what I'm missing because we're very technical and we're very we're very flamboyant in attack and counter-attack but I think we are missing a bit of nasty streaks obviously Brown it was always that was Brown's game um, in a way but Brown's obviously getting older now and he's not playing as much so I think we again maybe Sorrow does that and, and games to come, maybe Sorrow is a wee guy just does that. Yeah, because as was it Hype Walt says the other day, obviously Jerry, you don't actually you don't really hear about Sorrow that much in the game, which is a good thing. He just ticks away, ticks away. And I think, I don't know what you think, Robert, but for me, I think you just need to be a bit more physical because no Rangers will be physical. If you remember the last game, Ryan, Brown got booked right early in that game that took him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was like second tackle or something in the game and they booked mm-hmm. him. So, to me, right away, that's the referee putting his marker down and saying, nah, you'll not be able to commit an awful. Simple as that. And it took Brown out. You'd have been as well subbing Brown after that. Mm. Um, you just need to be very careful with referees in Scotland. Um, <laughs> I would say Robbie Madden's probably the best of a bad lot who's refereeing the game. Um, but I get what you mean. But when you get into these tackles, you've got to get in, but you've got to get in fair, but you've got to get in with a bit of malice. Mm-hmm. Like, Big Simonovic's tackle at Ibrox against Kenny Miller. Like Kieran Tierney's tackle against Candice out on the left-hand side. Be going 100%, but make sure you win that ball and you're not getting that referee a decision to make. 
And that's why you can get through a ball and through a guy, and that guy knows you're there. But it's been that good enough to win that ball and make sure you put the guy after it. And maybe that's Brun done it a few times as well. He's done it early years, and that's maybe what we do lack a wee bit of that. I would say we're a bit powder puff this season, um, mm-hmm. and not enough. But guys like Cal McGregor and that are never going to do that. As you say, we saw could be that guy because he looks like one of these guys tenacious in the tackle and isn't he fear to put a foot in. Um, just we cannot create. We've got to emphasise no getting stupid fills away. Mm-hmm. Run about the box or 25 yards for a goal. Run about there. End like that. Do not get the foul away. Do not. Stand up. Don't do. You want to dive into a good tackle. Do 30 yards, 40 yards for a goal. Give them a free kick in. But run about 20, 25 yards. Be very acute and cover about your tackles. Because they're just going to fall at every opportunity that they've done the last time. The fouls that they were getting, Manella is just falling in front of a guy or not. Be cute now then. Stand after them if you need to, because they're going to fall every opportunity run about. And Gerard will emphasise that. Fall run about everywhere. Let them touch you. Let go down, because he knows that Celtic can't really deal with high balls into the box, and they're good at attacking balls into the box. Corners, three kicks, be very weary of where you're putting balls out. If you have to clear a ball, clear it up the line. Don't clear it out for a corner. And just, as a unit, we need to defend as a full unit for the front two. I always say, on a park, Defending doesn't come for defending. Defending comes for the front. Mm. If we defend as a unit for the front two, to the midfield, to the back line, you'll be good. But you need to do that as a unit. And as you're breaking, the front two need to attack, defend for the front in a shape. And then the, the guy behind him say it's tumble. He'll need to then push. And it all needs to be done accordingly and plan where you're not getting guys dragged out of positions that then lets them exploit you. That's the, the difference. That's what we need to do. Everything needs to be a system and work to a system is how you defend and how you attack. And that's that's the key to the game. And no letting stupid fills away for 25 yards for goal. Aye, definitely. I think when it comes to the free kick outside the box, we have done that all season. Um, and we know, especially when we were going through a wee run of form where we were a bit sticky with defensing, uh, uh, defensive-wise, and um, we were conceding free kicks everywhere, edge of the box, outside of the D, just away wide where you're putting pressure on your defence. As you say, Tavernier and Barisic, they have good deliveries. Um, so if you're going to do that, and then see the thing as well, when we did do that, we actually played dead fucking high and it get, uh, dead deep. And it's very easy to, yep. that's very easy for guys to deliver a ball. Um, but I agree with you that side, mate. Um, I don't know Connor thinks of that, but for me, I totally agree with you in that sense, mate. I know I totally agree as well. Like if if you need to put a pressure on on them for the front, you defend for the front, and then when it comes to defending at the back, just make sure you're not going to waste your put fills in their own area or in an area that they can put in a good ball. Like see see if somebody gets fouled, maybe twenty twenty five yards out, and they're, they're putting in a ball across. It's not hard to get it in a wall. Mm-hmm. It's just getting it in the right place and and anticipating it. We've no in that last one, we never anticipated that ball. We never we never tracked that run well enough, and that's how they ended up with a goal. Um, I, I I do think that with that that one that they scored in the last game, um, Barkas could have done better. I I, th- I felt that he probably could have re- reached it if, but um, it's just one of the things. But I. Stop getting stupid fouls in there in the area. I know sometimes, uh, a lot, I know a lot of players are told if you feel contact hit the ground. Um, I, in fact, there's, I know I know that people are now coaching how to how to uh, look for contact and how to go down when you feel that contact. But um, for me, it's it's no right. But that's the way the game is now. If you feel that contact, you're going to go down. The ref, if you're giving the ref something to think about, and if they want to turn around and go. Aye, that's a foul. Then, like, what, what can you do about it? Like, you just need to make sure the next time you're no, you're no on top of the guy and gain, gain him that excuse to hit the mm. deck and give the ref a decision to make. But to see when you speak about that, I think we are very, we've won trophies, we've won this, we've won that. But see, sometimes I think we lack experience in that type of, uh, in that type of situation. Um, you see you know yourself, you see silly you see silly free kicks, guys running the corner, 
horns in the back. No, I can remember one last year, as I was before I came on, and Morelos had the ball in the corner. He's running towards it. I think we were one off at the time, and Elhamba just pushed him to run. As Robert says, stone up. You don't need it's especially in these games, as you says, any wee bit of contact. I'm not gonna lie, I was I was one of the worst eight. Anybody played me against me, I was a diver. I done it to I done it to one football. Uh, and that's what guys do. Any wee touch, referee. And you know these days we obviously there's no fans in the ground, but if a referee hears a shout, <laughs> sometimes he goes up. There you go. So these are the games where again the referee will be on his He'll be scrutinised for anything he does or anything he doesn't give. Um, that's just why, obviously, the, the, the position, I think, for me is going to be another kind of thing with fans is, do you play Lacks out or Taylor? Um, I've been a big thing with Taylor. I'm not his biggest fan. It might be a bit reliable when it comes to maybe lesser games, but when it comes to Lacks out, might play too high up the park. So does that hinder you? Um, I don't know what your thoughts on that side is, Robert, but I'm really still unsure. Um, ideally, when it comes to attacking side, I would play Lacks out, but if you want to just you know, lose the game, you might go with Taylor. Um, I don't know who I would go with still. I'm still, I really don't know who I would play out the full team, but the left back, I don't know what you think of that, mate. I liked Lacks out when he first came in, full of energy, great in the tackle and all that, um, but his delivery is not very great. Um, and defensively, he switches off a lot, as he says, Ryan. He gets caught kind of high up the part. Greg Taylor's more of a defensive. Greg Taylor's no good at going forward. I'll say that. I would say he would pass back a penalty if he got a chance. You know what I mean? That's just the way the boy is. He always looks for McGregor on the left-hand side to support him. Um, but defensively, I think he's a very assured defender if you're going a flat four. Um, but I don't think he'll go a flat four. If he plays a diamond, he can go a flat four. Um, but... Yeah, I think he'll go with Lax out for his energy getting up and down the park, but he just needs to be switched on defensively as well. Can he? Obviously, he can maybe get away with guys against Dundee United and stuff like that, but he needs to remember that he's first and foremost as a defender, and he's there to defend first. Um, and if he can support, then be the supporting in the left-hand side, but always be tracking back to help out in defence, because you don't want to be exploited in the wing. It all depends how Lennon wants to set up. Uh, aye, I think it all depends on the setup, doesn't it? Um, I don't know what you think of that corner, but um, again, I'm like Robert. Well, Robert's maybe saying lacks all, but I really don't know who. Obviously, I'm glad I'm not picking the team because as we did speak about as well the other day, but we're starting to get players fat again. A bench, you've got Rogic, Johnson, you've got all sorts of options, but Taylor lacks all. I don't know. Me, I still don't know. Um, I don't know what you think me about that, but that's, I think the hard one for me. It's a tough one. It is. It is a tough one because you've got two players that can that do different things well. Like so, as you say, Laxalt's good at going forward, but he's not as good coming back. Taylor's good at going back, or he's good at defending, but he's no good going forward. I think if, if you could, you'd match the two of them together. You'd have a perfect defender, but unfortunately, we've got this, him, this situation. <laughs> unfortunately for us, we we've no got that, and we need to sort of. It, it all depends how how we're, we're looking at it. Either we're going on front foot, you're picking lacks out. For if we're wanting to sit back and just no lose a game, you're going with Taylor. But for me, I would be I'd be playing lacks out. I would, um, but. From the way I saw it, the way I see football is that say we've got the ball on the left hand side. If your left backs, if your left backs bombing up the park, your left sided centre half's got to go and cover, or your centre defensive mids got one of your centre mids have got to go and cover that left back position. Your your all your players need to move across, so your centre halves need to move. Your your full your your other full back, your right back, will need to sort of stay back. And then let all the players that are forward sort of sort of go with it. Um, and then if the ball's switching switching out to the other side, then it's just a case of left back comes back, and the right back goes forward. That's Definitely that's just the way I've always seen football. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, you know what Celtic are like. If we're in attack, both full backs are overlapping and ready ready to receive that ball at the wide position. And I if if we if we're going with Frimpong at right back, Taylor left back. Taylor's not going to get up and support the same way Frimpong's going to get up and, and support. Um, 
so I, I just, but it's a tough one. But for me, I'd be going lax out if if you're looking for if you're looking for points, which I think we should be. We we need to be playing lax out. Is that obviously we're talking about Tierney there? About if you if you mix the two of them, when we were really good with Rodgers, he was flying up and doing, but he was getting back. But as you say, you had Boyata, etc kind of tucking in a bit and you had Brown and they were pushing air so he was always kind of covered because maybe then we're still going to play us today but at that time the way the formation was and the team we set up they knew where he was going there and they always went to that side and he was always covered because I think Sinclair done a lot a donkey work as well he was always defensively Sinclair was brilliant for me um, I don't think he's enough credit for what he done defensively he was always they two worked brilliantly. Um, they were always kind of chopping, changing. If Taylor was up, Sinclair was covering, it was brilliant. I don't know if I've got that. Obviously, we don't know if they're going to go with a diamond or a, the wingers, but it's, I, it's hard. It's a hard one to kind of, can I go with. I really don't, really don't know who I would go with. Um, I'm humming and hard. I know I see I'm not a big fan of Taylor, but as you say, he does stuff like it, doesn't he? So... Again, I'm just glad I'm not picking it. And then obviously the goalkeeper, Robert, um, he's been told he's going to be starting. It's a big game for him, yeah. in my opinion. It's a big game for his career. Um, I get, if he fails, it could totally be the end of him. I, I just hope it's no. Um, I hope he does turn a performance in because we've seen him in Europe for Athens and he is, he's, by all accounts, he's a decent goalkeeper. Um, he must be if we if try to buy him in the first place. Um, but the goalkeeper, what would you think about the goalkeeper? Um, do you think he's maybe he, again he do he's he do have good performance, I think, um, for the fans and for himself. I just I just don't hope like he gets too how like try to make an impression in the game. What like, he doesn't try and come for a cool sport. It's like mm. he's reaching stuff like that and makes an arse it. You know, some people are that eager to try and make an impression and try and be a hero. Like he might do rash decision and like come for a course or something. Um, just eyes, just got to. There's got to be a turning point for him at one point as a goalkeeper. Um, I know he's probably lacking confidence. Probably the COVID's no help. He's not got to mix with his teammates. Um, there could be a lot of things. He could be homesick. We just don't know. Um, maybe goalkeepers take a bit longer to settle in because when Foster first came in and won that, he wasn't there very great shakes. But maybe a game like this where he pulls off a crack and save. And you're going in one could be a turning point and it could be a great goalkeeper for you. It's just certain wee things in football can make a player or break a player. And we just hope it makes them more than breaks them. Um we just hope he doesn't do it stupid and he can actually maybe make a couple of saves. because um, we'll need them to pull off saves, let's be honest. There'll be times in the game we'll be under pressure and you'll need your keeper to come out and make saves because I think at the other end, their goalkeeper will be in the game and he'll make saves mm-hmm. for them. So in these games, you always need your goalkeeper to do something. Um, and I just hope the guy goes there and does it. Obviously, he's been playing well, training well as well, because he's been brought back into the team. Because um, I don't think if he hadn't been doing up well in training, obviously he wouldn't be back in the team because the young goalkeeper hadn't done it much wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, just my opinion. I just hope that he is 26 now. He's an experienced goalkeeper. He plays with... Greece, he's played in with IAK Athens once championships, played in Champions League, so it's about time he earns his money now. This is maybe where it starts to click for him. And yourself, Connor, which I don't really know your thoughts on the goalkeeping situation. Um, obviously, Barkas um, played. Yeah, your thoughts so, on Barkas and the situation at Celtic, the goalkeeping? See, the, the thing with goalkeeping, it's very much uh, it's a confidence position. See, if, if you if you make it, you pull off a great save, boost your confidence that wee bit, and then you you continue to to sort of get into a rhythm by making these these saves. I think, see, as soon as one thing goes wrong, pressure's on you. If you if you can if you drop a ball or if you you can see that a silly goal or a or a goal that you should be saving, then your confidence goes down. You you feel the pressure. You do, and I think that. For for me, the the difference between Barkas and young Connor Hazard is, even though 
Hazard had made a mistake. He made he made a mistake in the cup final against Hearts. It, it like there was a point where um, he, he he came up to get the ball and it never worked for him. But he redeemed himself in the penalty shoot by saving the two penalties, and that would have boosted his confidence that wee bit. But with Barkas in the old firm, the last time he conceded the two goals, first one he probably should have saved. Mm-hmm. And he's not had that redemption, if that makes sense. So he's not yep. had, he's not managed to build that confidence back up. And because he's not got that confidence there, I think that if if the Mora, when he plays, if he can make a really good save or a couple of good saves early on, obviously we don't want to be peckled. But if if he can, any chances that come his way. He's concentrated, he pulls off a good save, he builds up that bit of confidence. It could do him the world a good. The last thing we need is for to put him in there, only having one game at the last, what, five, four, five, only playing one one game. Mm-hmm. Um, we put him into the old firm and an error pops up and that's him confidence shot again. It, it could make or break his, his sort of career really, but um, I'm hoping that he, he can he can pull off some good saves and build that confidence up because there must be a player we don't go out and spend 4.5 million on somebody if we don't think that they're, they're capable of playing in, in this team do you know what I mean so there's got to be something there and I want I want him to prove that but I think the, the best thing for him to do is just stay concentrated get a, get a good couple of saves on like in the game and just take it for there. Is that I kind of feel from the way um, we've not a sort we've not a settled back line we've not a settled team all season the last two or three weeks. He's he was playing in front of different people. He's came to a different. I, as I said to Robert the other day, because of the hysteria about us trying to win ten in a row. Whoever comes in here, if they don't play about the first two or three games, it's oh he's shite. We're paying four million, five million pounds from like like. I yet he came in, started playing well, and then losing on the team, but all saying he's shite. But we're seeing he's 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 formed with Basel when he and Lucy. Basel are a decent team, and he scored a, a decent amount of goals with Basel in Europe. So there is a play there. But again, you've got Griffiths as well up there. It's very hard taking a shot and change it. Um, but for me, the goalkeeper, I just think he's got to be. I don't want to say cut some slack because I, I don't think he's done too much wrong. Um, but again, everything's happening, they shouldn't fucking in, so I might be talking straight there. But I just think, again, I'm agreeing with you too, is that it might be a game that does make his Celtic career. Um, I, I think, as Lenny says, he is a number one, so he'll be playing. But see, now, see, if he does make a mistake, you can't go and drop him, man. Just, you need, just, we need to keep a bit of consistency. Just play him. Um, as Lenny says, he brought my number one. Keep him number one. And then obviously get into the obviously the lineup guys. I don't know what you're taking the lineup is, but I'll go to you first, Robert. Um, I don't know my team really yet. I've been jumping changing for the last two or three days. I'm just going to say I don't know. Um, I just think well, my opinion is just go with two up front and then let the team decide itself. Uh, I don't know what your opinion is in your, uh, your team for Saturday, Robert. Same as you, Ryan. I've chopped, I've changed, I've looked at probably twenty different scenarios, twenty different players what positions, how you're going to set up, but we've just got to go and set up how we can win the game. Not to stop them, how we can win the game. That's my opinion. And if it is got to be the diamond, it's got to be stretched across the park to then go into a defensive unit when you're defending, um, then so be it. Or the, wing, or the two strikers have to drift wide to stop the fullbacks and tumble pushes in the centre that then makes a front three a stopping their back four coming out. That's got to be it. We've got to have a plan A and a plan B. Plan A is not working. We can switch it to plan B, a different tactic, a different system. That's how we've got to set up. But we don't get paid 40, 50 grand a week like no one to make the decisions. We can only say what we think. Um, I don't care what tactic he sets up or how he sets up. As long as we get a result of it, then I'll be happy. You know what I mean? Um, I'm quite confident in the game. I think we should get in there, as I say, with the champions, with the Kudoko treble winners, we've got to go there with confidence. There's no crowd there as well, which is a big factor in it. 
we've got to go there and play with freedom and confidence. And I think we should be able to get a result there. But I think he'll go with a diamond. I think he'll go kind of with the team he had the last few weeks with a diamond, with Sorrow behind, in front of the back four, Tumbo behind the strikers and the two strikers. I think that's where he'll go with. Um, he might completely change it. I don't know. But I think that's where he'll go with because he's, tra- he's getting positive results and getting clean sheets and stuff. So I'd be daft to change it now. And then obviously your prediction, Bishar, scoreline prediction, Bishar, thinking on that. 2 0, 2 1 Celtic. I'm kind of, I've, I'm agreeing with you, Hank, when it comes to, I'm very quietly confident. I know people are saying, how can you be confident due to your form? But I just think because, as you say, we're the champions and I believe in the players there, I believe in the team. Um, I'm kind of, don't want to say I'm believing the manager again. I just, I'm starting to maybe think he's. Maybe starting to get the team he wants now. Um, so I'm hoping for a positive result. I'm turning off on myself. I'll be shoving money here and also hopefully we win because I'll be doing pocket money. Um, look at yourself, Connor. Uh, what's your lineup? Uh, your thoughts on the game? Um, I, I personally think that he shouldn't, he shouldn't be changing it for what he's had the last couple of weeks. It's been working. I wouldn't be changing it if it was me. I think that was maybe one of Lennon's problems in the beginning. It was it wasn't settled and he, he kept changing it. So for me I would be just I'd just be sticking uh Barkas and goal, obviously bring in Beaton and Ayer centre half, Frimpong right back, Laxer left back, Sorrow sitting in front of them, McGregor and Christie, Tumble behind the strikers, Edward and Griffiths up front. Um I, I think that, that that's the best way to sort of to sort of go with it. Seems to be working. Why change it? Um, for the scoreline, I, I I never try and predict an old form. It's, <laughs> it's so unpredictable. Like There's been times you've, you've went out there confident or there's times that you've been like, oh no, I'm dreading this. But um, I'll, go, I'll, go with, I'll go with what Robert said. I, I'm seeing it 2-0 Celtic or 2-1. I, I, that's, that's the hope in it. I just think that because there's a lot of there's a lot of hype about our defence. They're not they're not actually talking about how good we are going forward. Um, I think we are obviously in the league. I think going forward we're brilliant. My free throwing. I think the the goal last year we scored um, the two nothing one and Hayes. That counter attack just put my Celtic away and charm Hayes. But wow, that was brilliant. I think we just need to do similar. We need to play quick. We need to play I the way we have been playing the last few years. Um, I'm the same as you guys. I'm very positive. People might say, how can you be positive when you're 16 points, blah, 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 your defence is this. But again, you believe in your team. You, you don't want, you never go anywhere in the Rangers Celtic game thinking they're going to get beat. You, you've always got to be positive no matter how bad you're, you've been playing. Um, I'm, so I'm really, I'm saying two nothing, but you're always valuable to ask two and make, make it a goal. Um, so I'm same as you. When it comes to team, I really, I'd probably go with you, Connor. I think there's no point in changing it, as Robert says. We're not paid the big bucks to make decisions, which I'm very glad because I really don't know who I'm going to go with. Because again, you've got guys in the bench who it could bring in, like they might just fling it away on Mikey Johnson or they might play Rogic because Rogic likes a game against Rangers. So we don't know. Um go in charming the middle to get on the ball and stuff, you just don't know. You don't know if, <laughs> what they think. So, obviously, yourselves, guys, you've been a few games yourselves. Um, I want to obviously Robert we spoken before. What's your, you know, what was your, what was your standout kind of previous game, Robert? Um, if it's, it could be a, the scoreline or just the players. What was your kind of standout game in the past that you've kind of watched? Um, I've been one of the, the one of the the best one was when I was young as. Rangers were a far better team than us, and we just signed Lobo Mirabchik. I remember it as a wee guy. I think it was about 12, 13, and gone. And then the press, they were slating Mirabchik. Um, I think it was Hugh Keevans that says, why Celtic signed a 33-year-old Slovakian when they could go out and sign John Spencer for Motherwell for 300 grand? Um, and the wee guy came in, and we won 5-1, and everything we'd done that day was just brilliant. We didn't go and win the league of that, but it was one of the games that you were expecting to take a, a, a defeat mm-hmm. and we went and beat them 5-1 and Maravchik scored a double and I think Larson scored two and I think it was Burchill that scored 
if my memory's right, it's a good twenty odd year ago. But that was one of like the best games, like being with my dad, and the excitement of like going to an old firm game and winning. Um, obviously, I've got the more recent ones. Are going to Ibrox, winning five one, five one at Celtic Park, three two at Ibrox, um, three nils at Celtic Park. But that was like the biggest, like one of the six two game at Celtic Park was unbelievable. But that was like my first real experience at Celtic mm-hmm. Trounce and Rangers um, as a young boy and it was absolutely unbelievable. Mravchik scored two, I think it was Larson two and Birchwa I think it was. Um, but unreal game of football, just just games like that is why we we love to watch football on it. Um, I most early memory at. Obviously you were talking about Mravchik. Um, see, I, I was only about, I was a young guy anyway, I was maybe seven or eight or something. Um, but actually, I think my dad always spoke about him, saying that the press were like, I, you say, is a lot of pundits and media were saying, why is he outside and him and he's this age? And then, as you say, as he came in, he was superb. Um, do me yourself, eh, Connor. Is there any kind of game you stand out to you've been to or watched or just, uh, just watched well, in general? The one that sort of stands out to me that I've been to was the, the 3 0 Park Kid, uh, the one where El has Juf. When he was on the park, he ended up. I remember that that the atmosphere in the stadium was unreal that day. I've any game I've I've been after that. I don't think it's even came close to what how I felt and how the atmosphere yeah. was that day. Especially because Juve had to switch wings. Like <laughs> you got abuse that much abuse at one wing, he had to swap to, and he, he just got him up the same amount of stick at the other side. Um, Aye, for me that that's probably my standout one. Um, just in terms of how I felt on that day and like just the atmosphere. Um, probably another one that I've I wasn't there. I watched it on the telly, but that one where uh, Nakamura scored that screamer, the sort of half volley mm. for about what 30, 30 yards out or something. And the week. Unbelievable mm. goal that was. I'd, I, I remember I remember watching that go bouncing about the house. My mum tried to calm me down on that, but I they, was that the same game. Well, I don't know if that was the same game that we Maloney cut in. Scored aye. a screamer that was that the same game? Aye, aye. We Maloney took sure it in for the left hand side. That season. was the same game, mate. Aye, I, that, I can't really remember, can remember, but that the the main bit I can remember is Nakamura scored that, and then my mum no, I, me no even getting to sleep for school the next day. That's just the like <laughs> my mum wake me up. I, I think it was like seven o'clock in the morning. She'd come in right. It's time to go to school. <laughs> I, I've no slept. <laughs> like, but that's what that's what it's even like. That's why I think we all love football because she like if you won or you get beat, it does affect everything else in your life. You walk into work. Oh, Guy slagging you, you're like, oh, fuck off, mate. You know what I mean? For a day or two, you know what? I look at your phone, you know what? I look at your social media, you know what? I do nothing. But when you win, it's off social media, what guys, I get up. It's, it's, I think that's why we, we all love these type of games. It's not just the game itself, it's everything that comes with it. Um, and only my, my, my favourite game recently in general has probably been the one at Ibrox when we won 5 1. I think that was, that was a big sucker punch for Rangers, in my opinion. I think that was a game where they went, fuck. And then, then obviously after that, the, the crowds were going down, they put us down to a few hundred, and because we'd done that because we annihilated them, we were pumping them. Um, and I think that was a big, to go to your rivals and win 5-1, and this day and age, I think it's it was a big sucker punch, I think, for Rangers fans. And I think that was a time where they were turning up just thinking, just don't get beat today. Just don't get beat. They were... They were I think maybe some Celtic fans might be like that, know because of how we've been. Just don't go and get beat. Um, but in my opinion, that was the game where, for me recently, was I just kind of look at, looked at the game and thought, fuck, that was, that was, that was superb. Um, and then obviously, you had that team. That team for me was just unbelievable. It's, you can't really compare that to Lenny's team because it's, you've had a few different changes. Um, but obviously... I've enjoyed this guy's talking about the game because it's a massive game for us and there's only certain certain things you can obviously say it yourself, but when you go and stuff like this, you express yourself. And I think it's, again, I think we'll ask you better about it is yourself, Robert. It's a massive game, I think, for us and hopefully we're going to get the three points. Yeah, I think it's, 
massive, Ryan. Um, just try and get the win, and a draw is not a disaster, but a defeat's a disaster. I mean, you'd walk away with a draw just to keep the momentum game and try and call it back later on in the season, if that has to be. Um, mm-hmm. But I think we should go there for a win. In my opinion, we should go there and try and win. Um, but a, a draw is not a disaster, a defeat is a disaster. I think uh, I'm the exact same as you, Robert. Um, go and try and get a positive result. Because um, you never contemplate going there and getting beat um, about yourself, Connor. You can actually say, Michael, uh, well, that? I think I pretty much, uh, you don't don't go out there and come back with nothing. If you come back with something, you've at least knocked them off whatever they're on. Do you know what I mean? Because looking at the, the some of the other old firms, and they've came away with a result. They they'll be they'll be looking at it as going. Do you know what what is that to be scared of? But as as Robert and just yourself mentioned before, we're quadri- could could quadruple treble winners. Couldn't even get that out there. That's how, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You, we've got to go out there and be like, do you know what we we are the shit. We we're the best team in Scotland, and you just need to come at us. Um. So I, I think we need to get a win. Or like we need to get a win. But a draw wouldn't be as bad. Hopefully it knocks mm-hmm. them after momentum and you know what they're like after Christmas anyway. I know normally there's a there's a break and they, they come back for that still steaming or something, but um I I think uh, we go we get a win. We put down a marker that they're they're in a title fight here. Um go out and get a draw. Might not come momentum a wee bit, but don't don't go out there and they'll get in. That's that's the main thing. Aye, I think we're all in the same kind of same hand page. Um, just go and put the game with Rangers, try and get the three points and try and get a good performance in. Um, thanks for your time, Conor Roberts. I appreciate it big time. Um, hopefully we'll be twenties again and celebrating a, a decent performance. Um, thanks again, lads, and that's us in the Celtic now. And for our podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Cheers Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.